folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Today's show, we already are into the new year and planning away. So as always, folks, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop us an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. You'll hear him in the background from time to time. Jeff Tigger Earhart is here with us again. I think it's, I think it's more than just time to time. You do do a great job. I will give you that one. Okay, you're complimenting me an awful lot. Let, let's. There was some behind the scenes when you and I talked and you were giving me all sorts of compliments. So you're making me nervous. What did you do? <laughs> Something broke? Is the truck stuck in the snowbank? Well, the flakes are coming down. What is, I, what is um, happening? I don't Are the water pipes froze? Are the water fountains froze over? What is going on? You're making me nervous. That's my job. Mm-hmm. It's working. Keep you on your toes. It's working. All right. For the last couple of weeks, everyone, you've heard us talking about the best of 2021 contest. And this has been a contest where everyone's been sending in some great emails. I've been receiving pictures. Thank you so much. Even a couple of voicemails. Appreciate hearing the stories. And I'm excited to announce we have a winner. And this winner is a crazy aunt just like myself. I couldn't help it. Sorry. There's two of you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. There's two of them. So there you Here we go. The winner of the 2021 Best Memory shared with us is Anne Bryson from Washington. Anne Bryson, like I said, is an aunt like myself. She works very hard to make special memories with her nieces and nephews. And she shared a memory from back in October where she took her nephew Finn to Hell's Canyon, Snake River in Idaho. Oh. Yeah. Anne and Finn partook in fishing, waterfalls, and I'll even be sharing some of the pictures on our Facebook page. So be sure to take a look there. And I want to tell you, Anne Bryson, thanks for being a fan of the show. You are going to receive a box of goodies like Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, and even a t-shirt. See, everyone, it pays to be a fan. It's winter, and I came up with these fun facts for y'all. Listen in. Number one, the average snowflake falls at about three miles per hour. What? Yo. Number two. Wait, hold on. But the acceleration of gravity is 9.8 meters per second squared. I remember that from high school physics. I feel like we should right now fact check that. (laughs) I can't believe you remember that. Absolutely. All right. Well, Tigger, how many sides are there to a snowflake? Uh, Is it eight? Seven. Six. Six. Six sides to a snowflake. Every snowflake has six sides. You got it. Do you know which state? holds the record for the most snow angels at one time. Absolutely, because my mom was part of this. It was North Dakota. I don't remember the year, but my mom went to the Capitol grounds in Bismarck and was part of the Guinness Book of World Records, one, two, three, go, make snow angels. Oh, my God. I did not know. I just learned something new. Absolutely. It was set in 2007. Your mom was making snow angels at the Capitol. How many... You know they made 8,962 snow angels all at one time. And my mom was number 947. <laughs> She's part of it. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. While the winter solstice is the shortest day of the year, seasonal lag means that the coldest period usually follows the solstice by a few weeks. I didn't know that. So Did you? The, well, yeah. 
Of course. <laughs> of Duh. course. Hello. Because nobody comes and visits where we live in the month of January. <laughs> nobody comes and visits us <laughs> in the month of July. All right. Here's my last fact. Some animals possess the ability to turn white during the winter. Those if included are Your the Arctic fox, the Arctic hare, and the barren ground caribou. They all change colors. The caribou changes colors. That one surprised okay, me that's as well. Cool. I did not know that. Now, everyone, I challenge you, if you know some fun facts, send them this way. We'd love to hear about it. They might just end up in our spotlight on the next show. Sit back and enjoy the news. Our first story in the news takes us to Massachusetts. Bird watchers in Massachusetts were given an early Christmas present in the form of an incredibly rare sighting, a Stellar's Sea Eagle, which is native to Asia, almost 5,000 miles away. The large sea eagles are native to far eastern Russia and also seen in Japan, China, and Korea. There are estimated to be only around 5,000 individuals left, including this one, which somehow made its way to Massachusetts. Stellar sea eagles are among the heaviest eagles on the planet, weighing 11 to 20 pounds and with a wingspan of up to 8 feet. They're pretty easy to identify with their gonzo-like bright orange beak and distinctive white-edged wings. According to the Smithsonian Magazine, the coolest part is that this bird was likely the same individual that was spotted in November flying around eastern Canada, and they believe it had been sighted as far north as Alaska, dating back to the summer of 2020. For all of the bird watchers, keep listening. The Indiana Audubon is offering tips for those seeking to see an Indiana snowy owl. Snowy owls rank as one of the most charismatic wildlife species in the world and the heaviest of the North American owls. The usually absent Arctic owl only visits Indiana during cyclical interruptions occurring every four to five years, but smaller invasions can occur year to year depending on an annual species movements and food supplies up north. Sightings have occurred throughout Michigan and Wisconsin, particularly along the Wisconsin-Lake Michigan shoreline. The first owls have begun to show up in Indiana as well. Owl fans should be on the watch now for the first snowy owls entering Indiana. Areas along the lakefront in northwest Indiana are often the first locations that host snowy owls. Later in the season, open agricultural land and airports around the state are another good location to be on the search. Heading west to Colorado, wildlife officials have confirmed that a domestic calf found dead in northern Colorado was killed by a wolf or wolves, marking the first wolf-related livestock fatality in the state in decades. Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials performed an autopsy after receiving a report of a calf carcass on a ranch in North Park. CPW reported, the results of this investigation indicated wolf tracks in the immediate vicinity of the carcass and wounds on the calf were consistent with wolf depredation. CPW will handle reimbursement to the ranch as if the calf were attacked by mountain lions or bears. The agency is formalizing an official process for damage by wolves and is working on draft regulations involving wolves that might migrate into the state. Colorado Cattlemen's Association said in a news release that, if confirmed, the death would be the first of its kind in more than 70 years. Lastly, for those already working on their adventure plans for summer of 2022, we head north to Montana where Glacier National Park will implement a timed ticketed entry system again this next summer. From Memorial Day weekend through the weekend after Labor Day to manage the traffic on the scenic Going to the Sun Road. Park officials say one ticket per vehicle will be required to enter the Sun Road at the west entrance and the new commas entrance. The following was sent out by the National Park Service. 
Visitors to Glacier National Park in 2022 can expect to use a ticket system to access portions of the park from May 27th through September 11th, 2022. It is important to note that going to the Sun Road and the North Fork tickets will be two separate tickets. The park anticipates a portion of tickets becoming available by early March. Like last year, visitors will need to set up an account on recreation.gov to obtain tickets. Folks, the show is just getting started. Don't go anywhere. Stay where you are. We have more of The Bend right after this. Beck will be right back. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? Absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to Atlas Tracks. Com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. Welcome back, folks. A topic that crosses my mind often regarding the outdoors or planning that next adventure trip. Who am I going to share it with? We've talked on the show before about finding the right travel partner or partners. Back today again to shed a little more light on the importance of that and trying out our gear is past guest Steve Schuster. Steve has spent nearly 40 years in the outdoor industry working with the company WL Gore & Associates, the owners of brands that we've come to know, Gore-Tex and the Sitka Gear Camouflage, where he helped launch these brands that we have come to know and trust, as well as Steve has become a go-to outdoors expert. Today, Steve is keeping the outdoors at the forefront in his retirement as he has started Schuster Outdoors and is a motivational speaker. Steve, appreciate you being on the show again. Right before going on air, you had these other thoughts you wanted to share. There's a couple more things, though, if we, that, that I do want to emphasize, and, and that is there could be a lot of individuals looking for, I, I want to go on an adventure hunt or I want to go on a trip. And, and there's a couple things that, that I, I just think back to creating this incredible lifetime memorable experience of memories. And there's some fundamentals. First and foremost, though, and, and I've done this now for several years, is that make sure that you find individuals that you have similar values and similar thoughts because you're going to be in, in these really tight quarters for a, a a condensed period of time. And I found that 
it is so important to know, and, and again, this is different than inviting folks like to my cabin, but when you're committing to go to a, like our trip was uh, 11 days in New Mexico, or I've been to Alaska, I just think it's underestimated the, the, the individuals that you choose to go on these adventures with. Um, in fact, I'm going with uh, six people with my wife. We're going to hike down into the Grand Canyon February 1st. And we're, we've been planning that trip for six months as well in, in, in our, our gear. Choose the, the individuals that you decide to go with with some diligence, uh, and it will translate into a great experience. Again, if you're, if you're going on an adventure or hunt, the practice piece, I, I run into all of these individuals when I talk, that they, they just underestimate the equipment, which we've talked about, but also the preparation and the practice. So the preparation we discussed, and that is making sure that you're in shape depending upon what your activity, but the practice, whatever it is that you're gonna be doing, even ice, rock climbing, ice climbing, in my case, you know, it was archery hunting with his, with, for elk, which is one of the hardest things you could ever imagine to get that close to an amazing animal. But make sure when that time comes that you do have the one opportunity, you might only get one, is that, you, that you've practiced. So, you know, in our case, we, we, have, we have three other individuals. We went with four of us, and we literally practiced for almost eight months. And it made such a difference because when, when I did have that one opportunity, it, it was just magic and you didn't have to think about it. So I, I did want to add those couple things because I think they're underestimated. Oh, they absolutely are underestimated. I'm glad you went down that road because you're absolutely right. I've joked before on air about an arrow a day getting ready for bow hunting season. So many people often don't get their gear out until the week before or rifle hunting. There's, I know all of you are out there shaking your heads going, yeah, I've done that. I've not taken any shots until three days before season opener. No, there is something to be said about repetition and the practice and putting in the time. And if nothing else, use it as another way of enjoying that outdoors. It forces you to let go of everything at home, all the stresses, those, and gives you an outlet that you can channel and be even more excited and be ready to be more present. As we say, get disconnected from those phones, be more present in that moment when you are out there hunting or hiking. And it doesn't even have to be just with whether it's archery or using our rifles, but even in photography, you're out there. That's so important. You're out there traveling with friends and you bought the big, beautiful, expensive camera because now you're, you're going and doing the Grand Canyon, but you never took the camera out of the box and didn't practice enough with it and didn't realize what you could use with it. So I can see in so many areas, Steve, you're absolutely right. Check who your partners are. Make sure you guys are all on the same page going down the same path in life where you can handle each other. Cause there's something to be said when you're in a tent after about day four or five and you're yes. using the river as a bath versus a nice warm shower. You get to, you get to know how, how people really are. Absolutely. Well, I am so glad we went down that. I'm glad you threw that in. That's a, that was a great point. Can we keep our conversation going down the road? No, I'm since yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I would good. Be, uh, <laughs> good. Be happy to do that. <laughs> good, good. Great thoughts, Steve. Thank you for being on the show. Be sure to check out SchusterOutdoors.com. 
Again, that is Schuster, S-H-U-S-T-E-R, SchusterOutdoors.com. Stay where you are, folks. We make our final bend right after this. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. What can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt, and most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. Be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Ranch House Coffee. It's part of our tradition, our way of life, our heritage. They say we don't choose this cowboy way of life, it chooses us. Honor in the past, proud of the present, committed to the future. And all of us here at Ranch House Coffee, we want to say thank you, not just for what you do, but who you are. So grab your favorite mug and pour yourself a big old cup of Ranch House Coffee. You all earned it. Order yours today at ranchhousecoffee.com. Welcome back. We are on our final bend. The bend field staffer, Justin Hampton, he has this from Missouri to report. The bucks are starting to drop their antlers here in the Ozarks. Seed is lining down with only one week left. The Missouri youth season was outstanding this year. The second best season they've ever had with a recording of 3,477 harvests. That's in a four-day season. That's congratulations to those guys. They, they really hunted hard those four days, all of the Missouri youth did. And congratulations to all the hunters across the nation that took an animal. It was a hard season for a lot of guys this year, the way temperatures and everything was. We've seen some really nice bucks killed across the country and some elk. And last but not least, I want to say Happy New Year to all the Ben crew and all the Ben listeners and hope it's a nice, great year for you guys. Thanks for checking in, Justin, and Happy New Year. Remember, catch Ozarks Traditions TV on YouTube and on Facebook. Next, heading to the mailbag, we received this email from Michigan. Hey, Beck, wanted to wish you and Tigger a Merry Christmas and hope you're feeling well. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Want to share this picture with you? I went fishing from the pier at Holland State Park on Lake Michigan and caught this beauty of a lake trout, 29 inches long and 11.4 pounds. Love your show, Joan Alberts. That's your uh, old stomping ground, right? It is. I've spent a lot of time in southwest Michigan. So thank you, Joan, for reaching it, reaching out like that. Super cool. And I've done trout fishing out on Lake Michigan as well. So way Have you to caught go. one bigger than they did in that picture? No, she beat mine. Mm, challenge is on. As always, if you have a field update from fishing to hunting to hiking or camping, call, text the hotline, 305-900-BEND. We want to hear what you're seeing out there. Again, that's 305-900-2363, or drop us an email just like Joan did, bendradioshow at gmail.com. Bullseye! 
in the crosshairs today, we're going to be looking at winter. Winter's all around us, unless you are down in the southeast in Florida and you're making us all jealous or you're in Arizona. But if you are Where your north, family is. Yes, by the way. Yeah, my family is out there. They, they left the cows to us and they're enjoying sunny Florida, which at the same time, I'm very happy that they can have that opportunity. They're fishing and I mean, they're going Disney World <sighs> and they're eating crab and... All right, let's get us back on track. Because let's now I'm mad. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I want to get my suntan on. I've been missing those vitamin D rays. Okay, winter survival. This is one of those things that Tigger is really big on it. I'll be honest. He digs out the container that you have a tote, actually, that's mm-hmm. just full of mm-hmm. winter survival. And we Absolutely. have one in each of our vehicles. Mm-hmm. And you, everyone might be thinking, well, how, how much winter survival gear do you have? Well, it really depends on where you're located in the country. For us, Very true. where I joke is we're in the most bipolar state in oh, the weather-wise. We go from 40 to above to 40 below rather quickly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you really have to be dressed and prepared. I will give Tigger that. You have to be prepared for where we live. And you know why I'm such a stickler for having the winter survival kit and the backpacks with us and all of that because... I thought you knew that. Maybe you didn't know this. I've been stranded twice. I did know I'm, I'm this. I'm sorry. Three, sorry, I did know this. Three times. Sorry, three times I've been stranded, and two times were real nasty. One of the two times was getting down to, okay, now this is legit. We've been out here 12 hours, and uh, you know, are we going to have to hunker in over the night? Interstate shut down. Is anybody going to well, find and this? Well, this isn't that legit. crazy. It's even been in the news over the last week. Everyone's probably have heard of how some people did have to stay in their vehicles overnight Mm -hmm. because of collisions that occurred on interstate. We're not going to get into that news story, but everyone has kind of heard about Mm -hmm. this. So Mm -hmm. this is, again, one of those reminders to, you know, check your vehicle. First off, make sure the maintenance wise, you're up on your maintenance, especially during this time of years. Make sure you have a good battery on your car. Very true. But the winter survival kit is huge. Now, Tigger, give us a rundown of what are the essential items you would say should absolutely be in your okay, vehicle this I, time of year. And I'm just going to kind of just do a general, you know, it's like you said, it's going to be different from where you're at. But obviously the warm clothes, mm-hmm. where, where mm-hmm. we are at, where the gloves, multiple pairs of gloves, because I always say layer, of course, just like we do when we're out hunting or doing chores or anything. You don't you want, want to be putting on a wet pair of gloves. Ap- per- yes, absolutely. So spare gloves, socks. Uh, we have in ours, we have the, the snowmobile pants. Yes. The Carhartts are, are not, Carhartt, not a sponsor. <laughs> yet. yet. Um, we have extra jackets we have and just remember people you don't have to go out and buy new no. gear all of ours is older hand-me-down no. stuff that probably nobody wants to no. see us in just dig out that older stuff i mean we have even picked up some of the items from rummage sales over yeah, the yeah, years yes and that was fun to do that a candle i actually made our own our own survival candles i poured the wax into a little a coffee uh, uh the, the cookie Man. tin you can do it the cookie tin, or there's the Crisco can version. The Crisco can Google version. Google it, yes, everybody, yes. if you've not seen that. Yes. Those will burn for a very long time. And the other thing that a lot of people forget, and, and we're really good no matter where we go, I always take my backpack with, but <laughs> something to eat. That they're That's The huge. granola bars are something to eat that you get some calories. Um, water is a big one that you stay hydrated. And then the other thing that people don't think about is something to do. Oh, there you go. I forgot about that one. Crossword puzzles. Crossword, anything. Sudoku. Yes, a book, something. 
A deck of cards. You'd have no idea how long you could be sitting. Are you by yourself? And and it doesn't matter. I'm going to say where you are at. Um, when you're in that situation, if that vehicle is stranded, that becomes your shelter, and you don't want to leave that shelter because I'm I'm living proof of this. I thought I could run across the prairie. Uh uh-uh, uh. Well, and on top of it, with the technology that's out there, it's easy for us to sit there and play on our phones. But now, say you're stuck in a situation, and maybe your vehicle doesn't start, you aren't able to continue charging your cell phone or your mm-hmm. device and now you're burning through battery it yep. does not hurt to keep an extra battery pack exactly right. in your yeah. winter survival kit yeah. that is charged as well as i believe tigger you brought up the other day to even have one of those noaa radios in the vehicle yeah because you don't uh the the national oceanic and atmospheric administration little little emergency radios yes. they don't need a cell signal they don't operate. take up much room at all so Perfect. keep that in there with a small shovel and you will be safe and good to go. Oh my gosh, it almost sounds like a little winter camping trip. I know, it sounds like an adventure in some ways. And we always joke about that we should try everything before it actually happens. Yes, yes. But (laughs) we we make light, but in all seriousness, though, safety first on something like this. Make sure you get them in the vehicles, please. Stay safe, everyone. A huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Steve Schuster from Schuster Outdoors. The Bend Field staff, Justin Hampton from Ozarks Traditions TV. Congrats again to Fan and Bryson on winning the Bend Best of 2021 contest. She has Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, and even some Bend gear coming her way. And thank you to Joan Alberts for the email. Way to slay those Lake Michigan trout. As y'all make those new memories now for 2022, be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email and always tagging at, that's A with the circle, the Bend Show on social media, hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see and hear those memorable outdoor moments. Missed this episode? Find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Schneider Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbleo Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend.